Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. Thanks for tuning in today to the Nun Report. Uh, make sure you're on Rumble. If you're not, if you're uh, just listening somewhere on the radio or checking this out on one of the socials that I repost on, go to rumble.com slash the Nun Report. Please subscribe to my channel. Please watch. If, you, uh, if you're watching on Rumble or when you do watch on Rumble, make sure to hit the little thumb down on the left-hand side of the screen below the video. That helps get the generic algorithms going and post the video out more, which is what we want to do is to promote each other and promote the America First movement, promote conservatism, and this is one method by which you can do that if you want to. It's always your choice, right? That's a cool thing about America. Well, they've done it. I've got, I had a whole show prepared this morning and then this afternoon, uh, all the talk began about, of course, indicting Donald Trump, the weaponization of, of the, the weaponization of the Justice Department, Department of Justice continues, and the Biden regime has gone after his number one political opponent yet again and brought down four charges. So we're going to jump in on that because, and there's, there's this is information that's just coming, but, but we were, we were waiting this afternoon. I, I delayed recording the show to make sure I could try to get all the information I could. It's just breaking. This show is going to drop about two hours after everything breaks because I pre-record these shows that are live, but they're pre-recorded before I drop them. And um, so I had a whole show prepared, and we're going to cover some of that, but first I want to talk about this because it's huge, huge, huge. Again, you have a a Biden regime that has done nothing but weaponize the FBI, the Department of Justice, the CIA, every which way he can to go after conservative, and particularly his number one political opponent in Donald J. Trump. President Trump, once again, once again, to repeat what I started the show with, has been indicted. He's been indicted on four counts surrounding the January 6th protest. Now, it's funny, when they're talking about rayups, they call it a protest or a riot. They do not call it an insurrection. But when they talk about Donald Trump, they call it an insurrection. So there we go, folks. And um, so my wife just came in the room in the studio here, and she told me, hey, man, it's going down. I added that I just had seen it. Uh, Julie Kelly dropped it first. And uh, she's, gosh, she is always like right on the spot. Um, and so, I, 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 so we've got that. Here's, here's what, they've, what they've charged them with, people. Look, this is nothing but an attempt at election interference. This is a, a massive, massive overreach by government to go after a political opponent, something that has never been done in the history of this country in this way. At least back in the old days, you know what? If they had a disagreement, they'd just go grab some pistols and go out and duel it out, man. Bam, 20 paces. Whoever wins, wins. No, no, now we got to do it the nasty way. Now we got to do it the dirty way. Now we got to do it the coward's way, which is by using your power because you're in office to weaponize the justice system to go after your, this is third world shit. All right. This is things that you would see in the third world. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to blow this up here just a little bit. Again, this came in late. So excuse me for a moment. United States District Court for the District of Columbia, United States of America versus Donald J. Trump defendant. Criminal number, grand jury, original violations, count one, conspiracy to defraud the United States. 
That sounds like a pretty broad thing to me. Again, the legal analysis, all the commentary, all the information is going to come out. I'll do that on tomorrow's show or a special edition tonight. But uh, but this is just breaking. So I, I got to give it to you as it's coming out and what I know. If I look at my phone throughout the show, that's because I'm following some of the news sources I look at and Twitter and different things to see what comes up. Anyway, count one, conspiracy to defraud the United States. Count two, conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding. Count three, obstruction of an attempt to obstruct an official proceeding. And count four, conspiracy against rights. Okay, these are all... Uh, at first glance, I would say not, I mean, this is not seditious conspiracy. They're not saying that he was involved in trying to overthrow the government or that he, what, these are, these are basically process crimes, just like everything they found in the document hoax. These are things whereby they were investigating him and then found these other issues. So, uh, and, and again, let's, let's take a look at that because I mean, conspiracy to, to defraud the United States. Okay. Conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding. That's probably the, the lie they're telling about the video that he tried to hide. Um, obstruction of an attempt to obstruct an official proceeding. That sounds very much like count number two. In fact, two and three sound very much the same. Count four, conspiracy against rights. I don't know whose rights they're talking about. And, um, and, and conspiracy to defraud. These are all conspiracies, by the way. So... That means other people are going to be charged because it takes more than one person to have a conspiracy, right? And uh, Donald Trump came out with this statement. And let's see if we can get this off. Uh, uh, this is nothing more than the latest corrupt chapter in the continued pathetic attempt by the Biden crime family and their weaponized Department of Justice to interfere with the 2024 presidential election in which President Trump is the undisputed front runner and leading by a substantial margin. But what they did, but why did they wait two and a half years to bring these fake charges right in the midst of Trump winning the campaigns? 24, you know, it, it goes on. I've got all this stuff posted. I'm not going to bore you with reading it. This was the Trump campaign and their statement that they came out with. And um, it's, it's right when they're going after the Biden crime family, right when... Devin Archer comes out with his testimony just yesterday. We knew, in fact, last week, there was a lot of conjecture that this indictment was going to come down to distract from the fact that they're closing in on the Biden crime family. The Biden crime family is being exposed. There are tens of millions of dollars they've taken from overseas businesses and governments when they thought that he was going to be retiring, and then he ended up being president now, is all coming out. All of Hunter and Joe Biden's scams and illicit schemes to make themselves wealthy at the cost of American security is coming to bear. So what are they going to do? They're going to go, they're going to distract, distract, distract. They're going to go after Trump. We knew these indictments, we thought they might come out last week, but they waited until today to put them out there. Now, I don't know if this means that this is it, that they won't go after any other indictments that they um, you know, can't add charges to this one. Perhaps they can. I, I'm not a legal expert. And because this is just breaking, I haven't had the chance to really talk with any or do the research and read what's going on. Cause again, this is just brand new stuff. So what do you think? Is this justice or is this 
a regime going after their number one political opponent. It seems pretty obvious to me, even for even for the liberals and centrists that I know uh, chime in occasionally on this show, because you, you've sent me messages, and so and not they're not all hate messages. Some of them are actually legitimate. Hey, here's what I think about this, and and I you know I kind of agreed agreed with you on that point of certain things. So what do you think? Is this a legitimate use of the Justice Department? And is this something they should be doing, going after their number one political opponent? He's leading in the polls by not just a little bit, but by a heck of a lot. And if you look at the polls today, I mean, look at this. National Republican Party interactive polls, Trump 58%. DeSantis has dropped to 15%. Pathetic, desanctimonious. Ramaswamy is up to 9%. And if it were me, I mean, my number two choice, I've told you, is... Vivek Ramaswamy, I think that he has some great ideas, great uh, attitude, great uh, plan. And he's got a way of communicating that, look, Ron DeSanctis, first of all, it seems like he's kind of a scumbag. It seems like he's kind of stabbing Trump in the back. It, it seems like a lot of his campaign funds are coming from organizations that are funded by the CCP, you know, the Chinese Communist Party. It, it, and, and, and he's definitely not a good communicator or a charismatic person. He's very dull. He's very dry. He doesn't relate with people. In fact, I think he's just kind of not good with people. Um, so so anyway, that's where the polls are at right now. So they go after a guy who's, who's winning massively. He's going to be the nomination for the Republican Party, whether there's indictments or not. In fact, I would watch for a poll bump tomorrow. They indict, Every time they indict him, his poll numbers climb. Why? Because you're pissing off a lot of good Americans, a lot of good people, a lot of righteous, you know, happy, conservative patriots who've done nothing wrong except we want to be represented. Guess what? We account for half the population of this country. We have a right to be represented. We have every right to expect our views to be representative. And Donald Trump is the guy to do it. So yeah, when you go after him, you're going after us. And we're not we're not conspiracy theorists, we're not white supremacists, we're not bigots, we're not insurrectionists. We're not domestic terrorists. Okay? We're Americans. And my voice means just as much as that liberal dirtbag Antifa BLM person. In fact, it means more because I contribute more to the society than they will in a lifetime. I own businesses. I've responsibly raised five kids. I pay my bills on time. I take care of my family. Yes, I've had some setbacks in my life. Everybody does. But I've picked myself up and I've moved forward and gone forward. My voice counts. What I want counts. My vote counts. And what they don't get is by going after Donald J. Trump, President Donald J. Trump, they're going after 70 million people. This is not about justice. This is about, this, this has always been about a warning shot across the bow of anybody out there who dares not toe the party line. Donald J. Trump is an outsider to the political deep state and the system that they have in place.
That's why they hate him, because he can't be controlled. He's got nothing to lose. And he wants what's best for America. He doesn't play their games. He's not a warmonger. He's not buying into their bullshit. And they, that, that scares them to death. And so they have to eliminate him. But, you know, again, by doing so, they're attacking not just him, they're attacking everybody else. And that's the purpose, is to intimidate those that don't agree with them. Oh, that's why they're going after not just Trump, but everybody involved with him. Anybody that was in his close circle, they're going after all of them, not because they're criminals, but to send a message to everybody else out there that would ever dare to think that they could buck the system and go in there and do something different than what they've always done. That's what this is about. And it should, it should infuriate you. It should disgust you. The fact that the president of the United States, the current president and his administration and their corrupt Department of Justice is utilizing their power to go after their political opponent. That's the real crime, the real election interference, just like it was in 2020 with the suppression of the Hunter Biden laptop. Oh, fake news. They had the thing for a year. They knew it was authentic. The fake 50, the, the, the 50 former intelligence people who wrote a fake letter, all the hallmarks of Russian, every single thing they've done has been to interfere in election. They did it in 2016 with the Russian collusion bullshit. They did it in 2020 with the suppression of the Hunter Biden laptop. And now instead of waiting until 2024, they're doing it in advance and interfering in that. Three elections in a row. These scumbags are interfering in. And if you don't see this as election interference, man, I'm sorry. And you know what? If you don't like what I'm saying, tune out. I don't care. Leave. This is the truth part of the show. And you know what? If you can't handle the truth, fine. Go. And for you trolls that are watching this right now, uh, uh, no, no, never mind. The trolls don't watch the show. They just look at the title of the show and then offer all of their BS on, on, on the comments. Entertaining to a point. Hey, yeah, yeah. All right. I got to calm down here. That may or may not be whiskey in that cup. I don't know. It could be coffee. You just sat. Okay, well, what a way to start the show. You know, news is going to be breaking throughout, I'm sure. Um, I've got uh, instructions to my pseudo-producer, that would be uh, my wife, because my studio is in my home, that she can break in anytime she wants with any big updates. And that's what we're going to do. Uh, but, of course, their, their goal is to stop Donald Trump from being able to run. And it looks like... Looks like nothing new right here other than we've already discussed, but it's uh, it's breaking all over the place. So, so those are the things. But again, these are all, uh, you know, hiding this or hiding that. No seditious conspiracy. 
uh, none of that. So anyway, let's get on to what I was originally had kind of lined out, done the outline for the show on. And that is, you might see the shirt I'm wearing. It's, it says, Freedom for the Two Million. God's children are not for sale. The movie Sound of Freedom is is, is like 158 million. It's going to break 150 million this week. And it hasn't even started showing internationally yet. It, yes, the international uh, other places have bought rights to it. They're going to start showing it, but it hasn't even started airing yet in the theaters. So far, box office revenue domestically here in the United States for Sound of Freedom is 148 million dollars can you believe that and with a 14 million dollar budget or whatever it was it sat on the shelf for five years this film is impactful it's powerful i bought this shirt from angel studios and another one as well that you might see me wearing from time to time to support them because i think it's an extremely important topic and i as they say throughout their go to their website man as they say throughout it not the movie, but on their all their material and on their website and all that is this is how we can help. It starts with with knowledge. It starts with learning about what's going on, right? And then spreading the word so that more and more people are aware and then getting them to not just be aware, but to do a little bit of a dive into it and see how horrible and how awful and how widespread and disgusting and despicable and evil this is. So anyway, I bought a couple of shirts. I'm wearing one today. You notice I kind of make statements with my shirts on the show all the time. And so this is what I'm looking today. I think it's a cool design on the back of it. It says Sound of Freedom in big letters. I think that's pretty cool. And I, I, I would stand up and turn you around, but then my mic cord or my 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 ears uh, would get all messed up with the cord that's that's in the back there and stuff. So because I got to hear myself right and I got to hear the videos and all of that. Anyway, Sound of Freedom hitting $150 million just about. And I don't know if you knew, in fact, before we move on, let's take a look at this. These are, these are statistics from their website. And, and I encourage you to, to go view it. Uh, domestically in the United States, the United States is the number one in world for sex trafficking. How's that? The most advanced, most uh, civilized, supposedly richest country in the world, the most uh, Democrat representative government in the world is number one for sex trafficking. Oh, who has the money to do all that? Who's, who's doing all I bet there's a lot of, who knows? I mean, who has a lot of money in this country? Hollywood elites, political elites. I don't know. I mean, they definitely have money, right? More than 500,000 children a year go missing in the U S alone. Think about that. More than 50% of the victims are between the ages of 12 and 15. 25% of child pornography is created by a neighbor or family member. Over 500,000 online sexual predators are active each day. Over 80% of child sex crimes begin on social media. As of 2021, there were 252,000 websites containing images or videos of children sexually abused. Globally, 27% of human trafficking victims are children. Human trafficking is a $150 billion a year criminal enterprise business worldwide. It's on pace to surpass drug trafficking and weapons trafficking. Think of that. 
Because as they say in the movie and as they point out is a drug or a weapon can only be sold once. A human being, they can be sold 10 times a day or more. So think of that. If you haven't seen Sound of Freedom yet, go see it. If you have seen it, consider seeing it again. You might get another take on it the second time through. And, um, and support others who haven't seen it to, to get out and see it, man. Go see it. So moving along, I, I want to touch on, on something that maybe a lot of, uh, I mean, everybody must be aware of it, right? The Biden administration, we're going to save the world, by the way. The climate is, is dying. It's, it's boiling. The planet is going to be over in, in moments, I guess, in, in, as far as time goes. In the cosmic time scale, moments from now, the planet Earth will cease to exist due to human interference in the climate and the change of it. Yes. No, it's not going to stop, man. The climate's been changing forever. I've done complete shows on this. I'm not going to do it again. But we can be glad that we no longer can purchase incandescent light bulbs. You know, the light bulbs with the nice, soft, you know, glowing light, kind of the the amber-hued light that, provides comfort and solace and and they've been trying for years to create LEDs that 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 can create this effect. I've tried a lot of them and they fail. And not only that, they say, "Oh, you're going to you know what? Switch to LEDs." Yeah, they they cost 5 times as much, but they're going to last 25 times longer. Bullshit. They don't. They burn out just as fast as my incandescents do. I put because you know why? Because houses the majority of houses that are that are built right now, and they don't have to be old, just you know, current houses. If it's not new construction, the electrical systems don't work with these bulbs. They last just as long. We get where I live, we get power outages and surges all the time. I'm kind of rural. We have generator power that we have to run on when the power goes out in the winter during storms, and all the bulbs just. Pop, 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 pop. And then they tried to make them dimmable. Oh, dimmable. Man, I'm spending a fortune. I have a ton of light bulbs in my house. I'm spending a fortune on these things. You know what else I have? You know those uh, those outside lights that you hang, those light strings that are really cool and they have the Edison bulbs in them and they they provide, you know, around your patio or your deck or whatever it is. You see them a lot in cafes and restaurants too. The, the nice little atmospheric presence. Oh, no, those out too. Can't, can't get those anymore. They'll... I found some on Amazon. And so if you need some, you might want to stock up because I know they're going to be shutting down retail outlets. You go to buy it. They're not selling them anymore. You know what the fine is? $542. If, they, if they're caught selling an incandescent light bulb to you, any retail out, store out there, the fine is $542 per, per bulb. So that's a four pack of bulls, man. That's that's two grand. <laughs> that's where the federal government's going to find these stores if they don't convert over to LEDs. So they're going after that. They're going after gas stoves. They're uh, it, it, it's ridiculous. Meanwhile, Georgia's got it going on. Georgia has put up the first new. Oh. Yeah, I forgot that one. Oh, well, whatever. I had a Jack Posobiec clip I was going to throw up. I like Poso. He's one of my favorite podcasters. But I guess I he, he 
we're past that topic, man. Later, Georgia has put up the first nuclear reactor built from scratch in decades, 30 years, in fact, since a brand new nuclear reactor that's been built from the ground up has gone online. And this is the third one in, in their system, and they're planning on a fourth. In fact, they've already been approved by the government to start putting rods into the fourth. This is the future of clean energy. This one went wildly over budget, yes, and it took longer to build, but not because of the fault of the state of Georgia, not because of the fault of the contractors that were constructing it, not because of inflation, not because of any of that BS, but because of the federal government delaying the process every single step along the way, making them wait for every single approval, every single permit, every single thing all along the way. So yeah, it went over budget. Thank you, federal government, because your overregulation of everything always causes everything to be more expensive. You've heard the stories about the $500 hammers and the $1,000 toilet seats. Those are real. <laughs> Those are real. When you're doing business with the government, contractors put in a little extra line item for, I call it the PETA. Uh, that is uh, not you know, P-E-T-A, but P-I-T-A for pain in the ass. That's the pain in the ass factor, the little line item that you put at the bottom of the bid for every time you do a government contract because you know you're going to have to be put through the ringer and you know they're going to be extremely slow pay. You have to finance, they expect you to finance the entire project and they're going to be very slow to pay and then to get final payment, you may have to wait years after the project is completed just to get paid. Anyway, Georgia's got it going on. Nuclear energy is is one way we can definitely get away from fossil fuels if that is, in fact, the goal. But, you know, fossil fuels, you know, we can stop using oil to run things. We can run everything on electricity. But, you know, the batteries, the wind turbines, the blades, the structures, everything that's made, everything that's built, these guitars behind me, This little plastic right here, this this right here, this pen. Every single thing that you touch and handle and come, come, come in contact with comes from fossil fuels. All right? So it's not just running your car. It's not just running your, your equipment. It's every single thing out there almost. You can't come into, you can, you can charge an iPhone electrically but you can't build an iPhone with electricity. No. All those parts, the plastics, a lot of the circuitry, everything comes from the earth. We didn't create it. It's not made in a lab. It's extracted from the earth and made into these products. Anyway, I wasn't really going to go that far down that road <laughs> on that commentary, but the, the feeling hit, and so I did it. This was Donald J. Trump's... Uh, Earlier today when he said, I heard the deranged Jack Smith in order to interfere with the presidential election in 2024, we'll put out yet another fake indictment of your favorite president, me. <laughs> He's so funny. He's so funny. Now right, we're going to get to uh, a little bit of weirdness here. Uh, the Nun Report, if you're just watching for the first time, please go to rumble.com slash the Nun Report. Subscribe to the channel. It's free. You're not going to get spammed a lot and Rumble doesn't spam at all. I'm not going to spam you at all. So basically you sign up. It's free. It's, it's the free speech alternative to YouTube and other video platforms. 
I'd appreciate it. Rumble.com slash the men report. And if you're watching, hit the little thumb button. That's called a rumble, but most of us call it a like at the bottom left of the video here. And I'd appreciate that. Anyway, longtime watchers, everyone knows the men report is about truth, freedom, and weirdness. We've talked about truth. We've covered freedom or at least the lack of that we're experiencing right now. And here's a little bit of weirdness today coming early in the show from, you know, she gets, she has a lot of weird moments on this show, but check this out. This is one of her favorite sayings and she used it yet again. She is, I've got a, a super clip where she, 10 minutes of her saying this exact thing. Check it out. But significantly, the members of this church saw what could be unburdened by what had been. <laughs> what can be unburdened by what has been? So profound. Oh, her intelligence and her intellect, the way she communicates, it just makes me, makes me squirm, man. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> Disgusting. One of the last things I want to touch on today is, uh, is COVID because it's coming back in case you hadn't heard. There are, in fact, they're starting to, isn't it interesting? As the, heat on the Biden crime family gets hotter and the corruption becomes more exposed on a daily basis. Now more stuff is coming out. Well, last week was glorious. It was glorious. All this stuff was finally coming out that we all already knew. And all of a sudden, Oh, another Trump indictment. Oh, COVID's coming back. Everybody got their marching orders. Oh, and all those conversations, they were just talking about the weather. There's no crime to see here. Just just, just move along. By the way, I, I would watch for another indictment next week out of Georgia. Possibly this week. But they like to space these things out, you know, so they, they're going to give this one a little bit time to simmer, a little bit time for it to go through the news cycle, get their polling numbers back and see how everything polls, right? And then they're going to release the next round of indictments and those will come out of Georgia, Fulton County, is getting ready. In fact, they last Thursday they put barricades around the Fulton County courthouse. And so you gotta wonder, well, why are they doing that? Maybe they're preparing for an indictment of President Donald J. Trump. That's my guess. But COVID, what's going on on the COVID scene? We all know that it, it, it was a load of a load of BS, but here's what's happening now. Uh Chris says this is this guy. This guy is he is dumb. All right, he's not a smart person. And I, I, I won't even call him a man. In fact, if there is such a thing as transgenderism, this guy is the woman. This guy is it because he's, he's not, he's got no balls, okay, basically. So that would describe him maybe as a female instead of a male. But at any rate, Chris Hayes, man, I'm sorry, dude. He says, I'm a broken record. He could have stopped it broken, actually. I'm broken. He could have stopped right there and been correct, but he had to continue on. He, he continues. I'm a broken record on this, but the choice of a bunch of people with big platforms to try to get their audiences killed is among the most debased things I've witnessed in my career. And what he's talking about is platforms that are saying, you know, the COVID vaccine is not a vaccine. Uh, maybe you shouldn't get it or you should think about it. Masks don't work. You know, people like that, people like me, I don't have a large platform. There are a lot of people that do have a large platform have been saying the exact same thing. 
They're responsible for getting people killed. The worst thing ever. Never mind that Fauci has been spreading lies. Never mind that China released the virus. Never mind that everything that went on from the pharmaceuticals and the CDC and everything that they did to us and they did do it to us. It wasn't for our safety. It wasn't to help us. That's all okay. That's not, that's not horrible at all. It's all those terrible, mean, conservative, large platforms out there that have been killing people. Yeah, that's right. So this came out. They're talking about it. It's the 1st of August, and they're talking about the next COVID surge and that you better start thinking about putting a mask back on. If you've noticed more of your friends, neighbors, loved ones are testing positive for COVID, you're not alone. According to the CDC, COVID-19 hospitalizations are up 12% from last week. And while we're nowhere near any previous levels, it's still raising concerns. Joining us now with more is Dr. Kavita Patel, who served as a White House policy director in the Obama administration. She is an MSNBC <coughs> medical contributor. Dr. Patel, it's always great seeing you. So I, I think we've kind of all been noticing that, right? There's someone you know or people are, you know, think they have a cold and it ends up being COVID. What's going on? What are you seeing? Well, we're seeing the same thing, Jose, in clinic. We're, we are, as you said, hospitalizations going up. Let me just start with some good news. We are not seeing anywhere near the dramatic rises that we saw in previous summers or previous years. That's good news. That's because a large part of the population, Jose, has already either been infected and vaccinated or both several times. So what I think people need to know is that I would just keep people on alert that when you're in those crowded spaces, think about the cost and the colds, and sometimes many people don't even have any symptoms, a mask can be your best friend. Keep it private. And back in time, we've had them in our pockets, in our coats, in our backpacks. Time to bring them out again, especially as the school season starts. We don't want to see kids missing school for things that we could have prevented. It's time to bring the masks back out again, particularly for the kids, the children, you know, the ones who are least likely to suffer any ill consequences from having a flu. The ones who aren't at risk at all because of the kids. God, give me a break, man. And this, this 12% increase is what? Like the hospital had one patient last week and now there's 12% more. So they have uh, 0.12 more people. So 1.12 people are now there instead of a whole person. Hey, yeah, yeah. You know what I think about that? I've said it multiple times. Remember when COVID was so scary and so dangerous that first responders and and care personnel were creating dance routines? Yes, this is how serious and horrible COVID was. Remember these days? Oh, 
And that's during the height of COVID when they said the, that everyone was going to die if they didn't get vaccinated or put a mask on. I understand trying to improve morale, but come on. If they have the time to put together, you don't just go out and start dancing like that. It's a routine. They practiced it. It's choreographed. They, they went ahead and put that together during the height of COVID when everybody was dying. Look, we know the COVID thing was a scam. But the thing is, and I talked about it earlier this week, maybe it was late last, it was later last week, like Thursday, Friday, I think, was uh, this is, it was a trial run, you know, the control of the populace. What can we do? How far can we go? How much can we get away with? Can you imagine? I mean, some states like Jay Inslee here in Washington State where I live, I could imagine him seeing that report that I showed before the dance video going, oh, time, oh, yes, time to bring masks back. I'm going to mandate all healthcare facilities and schools to have masks again for the new school year. And that's when the test will come, is to see how obedient people are the second time around. And, uh, you know, Jesus, Lindsey Graham, moving on. That guy is a class A warmongering POS. He... He's not even a rhino. I mean, he he had a, he, he's had his head in and out of Trump's rear end so many times that it's not even funny. And I, I, I don't know why Trump keeps him close. Maybe because, you know, the whole old saying, keep your enemies closer. He is a powerful politician at Georgia. There's no doubt about that. But the... I guess I don't know why. Cause, but he, he is such a warmonger, man. He is such a war hawk. He goes, he wants, and, and who the hell is talking about, imagine this, we're talking about nuclear war now. Who would have thought in, in, your, in our lifetime, I mean, I'm not, maybe, you know, my parents, if they were still alive, certainly my grandparents, one of the greatest fears of their generation was nuclear war. Those boomers that were that were alive during World War II and the end of that. And as that progressed and the the the, the Cold War progressed and the massive nuclear arms race, yeah, they were they were concerned about nuclear war. But who would ever thought that it would ever actually happen in the modern day? Because it's a deterrent, right? Mutually assured destruction. That was that's the whole thing that works with that. And the fact that you have guys like Lindsey Graham in our Senate talking about using nuclear weapons, Russia talking about using nuclear weapons in Ukraine, a little piss pot of a country that happens to have a ton of grain and apparently a lot of uh, bio labs too and is one of the greatest mundaring laundering countries in the world. Aside from all that, what is Ukraine? We're going to start a nuclear war because of Ukraine. Medvedev in, in, in Russia is talking about, oh, you know, we could, we might use nuclear weapons. Lindsey Graham warns Russia a nuclear attack on Ukraine would be an attack on NATO. NATO. Wait, what? Huh? Ukraine is not part of NATO. We're under no obligation to protect Ukraine in any way whatsoever. And I would say that we should not be. And that doesn't make me a Putin apologist. That doesn't make me a Putin puppet. That doesn't make me, you know, some sort of bad person. 
I just think that we ought to be seeking peace rather than war. Lindsey Graham, on the other hand, wants to seek war. He loves war. He loves the military-industrial complex. He has never seen a war in his entire career he did not like. Not one. Look at his record. Look at his voting record. Look at where he stood on every single conflict throughout his entire career. This guy needs to get the hell out of there. Someone needs to take this guy away. He needs to be primary. something. Lindsey Graham is a smooth-talking, warmongering piece of shit. Okay? This is what he had to say. To my Russian friends who talk about using nuclear weapons in Ukraine, you need to understand that would be an attack on NATO itself. No, it wouldn't. Given Ukraine's proximity to NATO territory. So apparently, if a country is close to NATO, territorially, geographically, then that's also an attack on NATO. I thought that's not what Article 5 says. You have to actually be a member of NATO that's attacked, and then Article 5 would kick in. That's not the case with Ukraine. They have nothing to do with NATO, nor should they ever. It's not a democracy in any sense of the term. Anyway, he says, time to sober up. Realize that your barbaric invasion of Ukraine is not working. Withdraw and save many young Russians from pointless death, Graham said. Graham retweeted an article on Medvedev's threat. So Medvedev, Medvedev had said, imagine if the, in the, if the offensive, which is backed by NATO, was a success and they tore off part of our land. See, Russia, their argument is, we own Ukraine. That's our land. They, they, they left the Soviet Union and that historically our land. And there are a lot of Russians that live there, by the way. In the, in the eastern part of the country. Anyway, then we would be forced to use nuclear weapon according to the rules of decrees from President of Russia, Medvedev said in an article, making the reference to Russia's nuclear doctrine that would authorize a nuclear response if Russia's territory is threatened by a conventional attack. By a conventional attack. So uh, so anyway, there you have it. Lindsey Graham is, is threatening Russia with... Uh, retaliation if they use nuclear weapons you're attacking nato therefore the inference is we will also do use nuclear weapons and pretty soon they're gonna then they'll not launch some nukes over here we'll chuck some over there and then we'll be living in the end of the world i hope that you have your you know get it have a food supply man my patriot supply good company get yourself some stuff three months supply for each person in your household maybe a little bit extra for friends and, and refugees that might come along man because this could happen right? I don't want it to. Water filtration is always good. Iodine stuff to, to, to clean, you know, river water and stream water and that sort of thing. If you have a well and you're not, you don't have a generator that can keep things powered, get yourself a hand pump to suck water out of your well. Don't forget electric magnetic pulses come from that sort of thing too. So you're going to need, you might need some, an EMP shield for, cause none of the vehicles will run. They're all on computers unless it's an old vehicle. You can get EMP shields for your cars, for your home. The best day in your life is a day that you never have to use any of that stuff, right? But God forbid you're put in a place where you actually need that stuff and you don't have it, right? That would be a bad, bad day. Joe Biden, he's not doing too well on the economy. He likes to he likes to talk about Bidenomics. He likes to say, oh, man, 
Bidenomics is a good thing. America's not buying it, dude. They're not buying you. They're not buying your bullshit. They're not buying your lies about you and your son, Hunt, your crack son, Hunter Biden. So you can say anything you want. You know, I don't want to say in all fairness, but in all reality, this guy's dementia has advanced to the point and he's told so many lies throughout his life that I, I bet he actually has a hard time defining what is true and what's not. And he doesn't, he doesn't read all this information himself. He doesn't, he doesn't study economic reports. He doesn't study what's going on in the U.S. He doesn't really care what the everyday household is dealing with. He's de- relying and depending on people to tell him what's going on. And then he just takes it at face value and goes out and says things like this. Meanwhile, the American people know what's really going on. Guess what? I don't know what happened there. Let's try that again. This video might be corrupt. I hate corrupted videos. Who downloaded this? It's a good video. Guess what? It's toast, man. That video's toast. Sorry. I'm the one man, Dan. I I can't, uh, I can't be perfect, all right? I try, I try. Actually, I don't try to be perfect. I try to be the best Dan that I can. Kamala Harris, check this one out. This one particularly, we're, we're closing up here, but I wanted to comment on a couple of these. They're, they're not necessarily long topics, but they are things that I thought were absolutely absurd. There are so-called leaders, extremists, who are attempting to, to require in our nation an unnecessary debate with the intention, I believe, to try and divide us as Americans. Stop. 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 Just stop disagreeing with us. Just stop. Just, just, just accept what we tell you and, and join us. Stop having an opposing point of view. <laughs> Piss off. <laughs> That's what she's saying. Stop. Just stop. We don't need to have this unnecessary debate. God, she is dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. And then one more from your favorite vice president and mine. If you want to deal with the problem, then do it if you are a leader by participating in the solution. Okay. What's the solution? And what problem? If you want to be a leader... If there's a problem and you're a leader, participate in the solution. She said absolutely nothing right there. Nothing. <laughs> and acts like she's all profound. Oh, if you want, if there's a problem and you're a leader, you need to participate in the solution. No shit. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, hey, thanks for watching today. I, I appreciate it. Again, if you're just listening on uh, renegaderadio.com or any of the social uh, or <laughs> podcast channels I'm on, Apple, Samsung, Amazon, I'm on all of them, uh, Spotify, whatever. If you're just listening, because I know some people listen when you're in your car or whatever, because you don't always have time to sit down and watch an hour of video, that's great. But please go to my Rumble site, rumble.com slash the Nun Report. All of my videos are up there in their entirety, as well as I also have a clips channel and some other things that you can link into from there. And and I, I 
I encourage you to do that. Please do. It really helps. I think we should, as, as patriots, as American first patriots, we should support each other. We should support those that have like ideals. And so the way that you can support me and what I'm trying to get out there as truth, if you agree with it, is to follow my channel. Give it a like. You know, it means something. I'm on all the socials at The Nun Report except TikTok because I don't do that commie BS. Or you can, uh, oh, also Twitter because I, the nun, at, the nun, at The Nun Report got nuked for some dubious violation or whatever. This was post-Elon. post, post Elon. Anyway, so now it's at Nun Report. That's on Twitter. Just go to my website, thenunreport.com. You can link into everything right there. One stop, one shop, easy peasy. Anyway, there we go. Hey, thanks again for watching. And as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers.